Ahoy hoy, all you delightful little ragamuffins. I'm John Miller, and you are listening to the Everybody Trades Podcast. And to all you new listeners out there, welcome. And to all you longtime listeners, well, thanks for joining me once again, of course. And thanks for telling all your friends out there to follow this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your shows. And if you are indeed a longtime listener of this show, well, you know that I am a full-throated advocate of freedom on every level, whether it's free trade, free speech, free everything. Not literally free, of course, in terms of price, but, well, you get the idea. Now, here's the deal. I'm sure there are lots of you, though, those of you who have followed this show for a long time, who mostly agree with me when it comes to free trade, capitalism, the market, all that good stuff. But I'm sure there are those of you who don't 100% agree with me. And even though you don't agree with me 100%, thanks for listening anyway, by the way. But I'm sure there are a lot of you out there who think, yes, the market is fantastic, Free trade, when it comes to innovation, creating amazing things like, hey, the latest new television, smartphone, even the latest automobile, whatever it might be, all kinds of technology. Sure, for innovation, it's all good. It's all great. Even for stuff like restaurants. Sure, we want competition. But darn it, when it comes to the big stuff, like say, I don't know, the Golden Gate Bridge, for instance, or the Hoover Dam, or something even bigger. An even better example would probably be the interstate highway system. Hey, we all like being able to drive wherever we want all the time, right? And if it weren't for the government, well, who would build the roads, for instance? But most specifically, who would build the interstate highway system? So again, the conceit is, for a lot of people who aren't willing to go as far with freedom as I am, is that yes, freedom, capitalism, trade, It's all great for the small stuff, but for the big stuff, well, that's where we need government. Well, allow me to flip that whole idea on its head for you. Because, in fact, while something like the interstate highway system is indeed a gigantic project, it's a huge undertaking, no doubt about it, but is it really complicated? Is the interstate highway system, or something similar to it, Is that something that truly could not exist outside of the government framework? Because think about what you're really saying there. You're saying that, well, people who own their own property via free trade, well, they're never going to build roads peacefully among themselves. Even though, obviously, we've deemed that roads are very important in this society. To the point where most people, again, they ask, well, without the government, who would build the roads? Now, I would ask you, Without the government, who would build the congested and ill-maintained roads? How about that for a question? But if roads are so important, then, and that's the big stuff, the most important stuff, well, government needs to take care of that, well, then why isn't the government in charge of our food supply? Honestly, why not? And there, that gets to what I'm really getting to, the big stuff. What's bigger than your grocery store? You see, your your local grocery store, you can go there and find virtually any food you can possibly imagine whenever that place is open, and they're going to have it, almost without fail. How do they know what to keep in stock, how much of it, and all that stuff? 
Without the market system, how could you possibly imagine any of this? Well, here's the deal. We've actually seen societies that do have centrally planned food supplies. They take a bunch of peons, these experts in, in places like Soviet Russia, for instance. They have centrally planned food sources, and they say, hey, you, go grow this food. Hey, you, grow that food. And guess what? If you say no, well, then you're going to the gulag. How have those societies worked out? Not well. The centrally planned food societies, they always end up starving to death. And yet, in America, there is no interstate food system. And yet, we have all the food you could possibly imagine. And often, it's really, really cheap as well. You see, to me, it's quite obvious that, in fact, the biggest projects, if you will, the things that have to get done in our society every single day are the things that we can't see. Again, back to the grocery store. What person could possibly centrally plan the amount of bread? How many loaves of bread do you need on every grocery store shelf in America? Who could possibly know all of that information? Because the free market is essentially just a whole bunch of human brains, which are one of the most complex things you could possibly imagine. Human beings are not simple whatsoever. And yet, when they're freely and peacefully trading, making thousands and millions and billions of different decisions, well, that in turn, at the end of the day, becomes what is known as the price mechanism. Yes, prices are signals, ladies and gentlemen, and that is actually the secret to how everything in our society actually works when it comes to, again, getting goods and services like food to where they need to be and where they are in the most demand. The actual complexity of all of those decision makings is so complicated. Once you actually back away from the entire thing, it's like the world's most complex mathematical formula that no individual human being can actually solve on their own. Now, on the other hand, you take the interstate highway system. I, as the peon, as the non-governmental person, I'm supposed to be just in awe of this huge project, right? Well, honestly, anyone can look at a map and say, Durr, I think a highway should go right here. And then they draw a straight line through a bunch of people's property and then take it with force. Wow, am I supposed to be just incredibly impressed with that level of thinking? Hey, here's a place that I would like to put a road. I guess I'll slaughter all these people, take their property, and we'll make a road, by God. Notice that this person doesn't have to actually do any saving of their own, by the way, to make any of this happen. No, again, they just take it from other people, either directly or through taxation, inflation, whatever it might be, versus the actual entrepreneur who must actually save up his or her wealth in order to fund these types of huge projects. But no, instead, as always, the interstate highway system, that was built by robbing Peter to pay Paul. And similarly to my interstate highway system scenario that I just laid out for you, it's also just as easy and requires almost no thinking whatsoever to say, Durr, all you people, hey, you should make the food because, hey, we need food, so you go make it. Yeah, 
even if that person has no interest in farming or is maybe a terrible farmer, for instance. Well, here's the thing. That idea has been tried many times throughout history, not only in the Soviet Union. Hell, the pilgrims tried communal food and farming when they first got to what we now call America, for God's sakes. It's been tried. And it doesn't matter, by the way, how much so-called information you have in a modern age, even if you physically track everybody's GPS location, all their bank transactions, and put it into some giant machine-like algorithm, guess what? That machine is still created by human beings. Human beings cannot predict the future, and human beings are still, again, incredibly complex and often unpredictable. The future, by nature, is unpredictable. So if you're just happy with the current level of wealth that we have in society, well then by all means, let's just grind our entire society to a halt and just never grow anything. Well, the problem is if you're not growing, you're dying at some point because at a certain point you've got to go out and get some new stuff because eventually you're just going to eat away at your own savings. So once again, if I'm supposed to give the government A huge amount of credit for doing, quote-unquote, the big stuff, like the Hoover Dam or the Golden Gate Bridge or, indeed, the interstate highway system. Well, can they first prove to me that they can actually feed a society? Because so far, there is zero, and I mean zero evidence, that a communal government centrally planned system can feed a society. So, therefore, why would we suspect that they would do any of that other stuff better either? You've got to answer me that question. The burden of proof should always be on the state because by by its nature, the state is the aggressor. So therefore, you know what? Prove it to me, you MFers. So with all that being said, I am John Miller, and thank you once again for joining me on Everybody Trades. Everybody Trades.